Buffalo offers you both, but wants one of you to gray shirt. They want Jared to gray shirt. James says, I'm not playing unless the other is dressed for the games with me and playing with me. Then you both go on to have these historic college careers for the same program. Why or how did you each pull each other out of the mud when that adversity hit, when those triumphs and tribulations came about? How did you each pull each other out of the mud and stay confident when you easily could have just broken apart and, and lost confidence? We can go with you, James. Let's start with you. Uh, you know, I, I can remember the day we were in Coach uh, Lance Lipo's office, you know, telling, like, even both my parents were there. He was just telling, like, yeah, James will come in the summertime and he'll be ready to work out, this, this, that. And then we got to Jared. He was like, nah, Jared will have to gray shirt and just stay uh, a semester home. But he'll be there the next semester uh, uh, with James uh, and all that. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, nah, he, he got he got it twisted. Like, Live from the streets of Washington, D.C., on the corner where sports and culture meets hip-hop. Sharing stories of the DMV and spitting fire for the whole damn country. This is First and Toll with Chad Ricardo and Darrell Night. What up, my people, and welcome back to another episode of First and Told. I'm Chad Ricardo. That right there is my main man, Darrell Balknight D. We said every week that we got a special guest in the building. Today, though, we got one of my all-time faves. All-time faves, a DMV native, Washington commander, running back Jared Patterson, joins us on the First and Told podcast today. Jared is from Glendale, Maryland, PG County, Maryland. Uh, just like his twin brother, James, they both went to the University of Buffalo, and Jarrett was named the MAC MVP and Offensive Player of the Year in 2020. And little-known fact, Jared Patterson tied the NCAA FBS record for most rushing touchdowns in a game. Chad, he had eight. Wait, listen. Eight in one game. Listen, Darrell, you, you say little known. I, I know, and I think a lot of the country know as well. Jared, uh, we'll, they should. We'll, Darrell, we'll let Darrell jump back on this for a second, but but I got to know, did you know? Did you know? Did your coach know? Because you were pulled in this phenomenal game you were having with so much time <laughs> left in the game. Did you all know that you were tied? It's so crazy. Everybody asked me this question, and really, I could have sh- – I could have shouted both of those numbers, the rushing and the touchdown. Because you, you said we had we, we probably had like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Oh, there yeah, man. <laughs> James Patterson is in the building. So let me just go, we'll go ahead and intro James. James Patterson, thank you. Thank you for joining us. I mean, we already were talking to your brother the past few minutes. James is a starting, uh, he was a linebacker at Buffalo with his twin brother, Jarrett. Uh, he was a captain for the team where he starred as a linebacker, recorded over 400 tackles and eight and a half sacks his five, over his five seasons. Uh, he was a five-year player for Buffalo. He's now with the Bills for rookie camp. So we, we have both of them on. What a pleasure. What's up? What's up, y'all? I want to start with James because you've recently had your pro day up in Western New York at Buffalo. Uh, Jared was there. Your parents were there. Your aunties and uncles were there. Really, the whole DMV pulled up and came to watch you during your pro day. What what was that like? What did that mean to you to have so much support to to go reach your NFL dreams? What was that day like for you, James? Um, that day for me was just amazing because all that support and love came out to see me chase my dreams, my goals, my aspirations, and um, 
and just let me know that through through any uh any ups and downs that they're gonna be there regardless. You know, uh, you know, man. I think I think Jared. He's my brother, but that day he was acting more like my agent, and he still do to this day. Uh, you know, man, we're gonna get you here, we're gonna get you there. You got to do this, you got to do that. But you know, I know it's, it's from a great place, and I know that he wants me to, to be well prepared for any obstacle because he was an undrafted guy. You know, I'm an undrafted guy, so he wants my process to be way easier than his, and uh, that I don't have no stress, no worries, no any uh hiccups in the road and i just i gotta be prepared and keep my mental ready you know that's awesome that's awesome and, and i mean along those lines because you just alluded to it a little bit jared you're obviously back home you're putting on for your hometown team the team you grew up rooting for um the the commanders obviously playing running back for them something interesting that we've come to know is that when you were going through the draft process and the team process Chase Young, who was a teammate of yours at Pilates for a year, he actually advocated for you to come and join the commanders. He went to Ron Rivera and said, we got to get this guy on the roster. And now it's all coming full circle. The PG County guy goes away to Western New York for college, comes back to the DMV and is playing for his hometown team. What is that like for you, Jared? What does that mean for you? Explain that to us. Yeah, man, it's – uh. It's a blessing, man, to play for the team. You know, I, I grew up rooting for to be a role model, to be an inspiration for other other young student athletes out there. You know, all, all the youngins out there, just to show, man, it can be done. You know, back back at home, the home home base, and uh, you know, going to the draft. That you know, it was it, it's stressful, man, because you you thinking uh, you seeing guys that you're that you're uh, that you're better in that you had better uh, production in, and guys getting picked. And, uh, you know, Chase, you know, he vouched for me. And I'm, you know, I'm forever grateful he got my foot in the door. And that's all I ever needed, man. And I just reflect and just think, like, that's all I ever needed at every level is an opportunity. And, you know, once I get that, it's, I'm never going to look back. I'm going to make the best of every opportunity. And that's why, uh, that's why I've done so far. And I'm just going to keep doing that until, until the wheels fall off. For as long as I've been covering you all, I have heard about how close the two of you all were even back when you were little kids. And I heard one coach told me that, and we don't promote violence on this show, but one coach told me that in the neighborhood that if somebody fought one of you, they needed to know that they were fighting both of you and that that, that was just the way that you all rolled and that was the bond that you had. And I know that you all carried that throughout high school, I imagine throughout college and to this day as well. How has that closeness, how has that helped you all both on the field and again off of it as well? You know, you know, having that closeness, our, our parents just uh, instilled in us, you know, it made it made the tough times easier, you know, uh, because my, my mom or my dad or anybody in our family would say like, man, like you're not you're not the only one just going through it. You have a twin brother that you shared the womb with, like we we dress the same, we Almost, we almost did. We did all the same activities when we were younger, and we always had someone there that we knew that was going to have our back, regardless of what was happening. You know, because we're both individuals at the end of the day, but we know that we have to have each other's back through any hard times or good times and support them. Again, looking at the closeness that you all had, not saying that you had never spent a night away from each other, but I got to imagine that you didn't spend a ton of time away from each other. Fast forward to a few years ago, uh, Jarrett, when you were leaving Buffalo and James, when you were still going to be at Buffalo, what was it like with the two of you not being together 
for one of, for an extended time for one of those first times in life? Yeah, uh, I mean it's crazy when when I decided to uh, come out. James James is the one that told me I needed to go. You know, and, and I wasn't I wasn't even sure if I wanted to declare to the NFL just yet. But he just told me, man, you need to go. You play uh, a short jeopardy position running back. And, and I, I took that really uh, to consideration. And, you know, through my process, you know, that, like I said, that's probably the, my first is probably the most time. And second, you're probably the first time, like first two times we we spent our time, you know, away from each other. But like I said, we just a phone call away. You know, talking, just encourage each other. You know, from afar. You know, he 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 know what I'm going through. He and I know what he's going through, and just know that, like I said, I'm 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 gonna always be there. I'm just a phone call away. But uh, it was still me. The mission was, you know, focus on my craft and uh, just make the team and just be the best player I can be and, and person I can be. You know, while while uh, you know just also being there for James on, 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 you know, for far away. Was it hard, though? Because I don't think that, again, people who aren't twins or who aren't close to twins, I don't think that they fully comprehend a lot of times the, the emotional connection that twins have. So was it, obviously, it was for all the best reasons for both of you, but was it challenging? Uh, I think it was it was challenging for me because, you know, uh, it's... it's, it's uh, you you want you want to you want to you want him to be right you know right there with you you know in the trenches you know going going through the same experience and as as you and, and I'm I'm not going through it alone but I'm I'm it's, I got to go through it you know what I'm saying I, I'm I'm going through the grind by myself and and it kind of I, I guess it kind of just made me even just go harder you know because James he 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 he's seeing me you know being being on the NFL level. I feel like I, it made me go harder because I know he that's what he wants to do. And I and I couldn't kind of let up, you know, so I couldn't I couldn't uh I couldn't give up, you know what I'm saying? And that I think that kind of just made me just go even harder because I know he watching and he if I can do it, just me me doing it, it can it shows that he can do it. The the bond that you two have, it it didn't and it still doesn't come without some adversity. Uh, James, you say you guys did everything together. You dressed alike. You went places together. You're each other's biggest critics and biggest supporters. But schools that wanted James didn't want Jared. And Jared had to deal with questions about his height. And James had to answer about himself and his own capabilities. Buffalo offers you both, but wants one of you to gray shirt. They want Jared to gray shirt. James says, I'm not playing unless the other is dressed for the games with me and playing with me. Then you both go on to have these historic college careers for the same program. Why or how did you each pull each other out of the mud when that adversity hit, when those triumphs and tribulations came about? How did you each pull each other out of the mud and stay confident when you easily could have just broken apart and, and lost confidence? We can go with you, James. Let's start with you. Uh, you know, I, I can remember the day we were in Coach uh, Lance Lipo's office, you know, Telling like even both my parents were there. He was just telling like, yeah, James will come in the summertime and he'll be ready to work out. This, this, that. And then we got to Jared. He was like, nah, Jared will have to gray shirt and just stay uh, a semester home. But he'll be there the next semester uh, uh, with James uh, and all that. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, nah, he he got he got it twisted. Like even my mom had that. You know, when your mom has that certain look, like something's wrong and. She's not playing like I can just tell. Like she had that look, like oh now nah, you got it messed up. Like 
You're taking both of them. You're just not taking one of them. And that's the, that's how I felt too. Like before my mom could even say something, I'm be like, nah, no, I'm, I'm gray shirting too because this is a dream we both had, we both worked for. So why would I, I, I pursue it without him? And, um, you know, through the, through the gray shirt times, you know, I, I think it was a, a, a blessing. You know, I don't even look at it as like a, a curse no more because, you know, you're going to have those people who actually, I thought you guys were supposed to be in Buffalo in college and, you just be like, man, why y'all keep asking me that? Like, I keep telling y'all the same thing every day. But, you know, to me, I think, well, my brother can attest for this too. I think he feels the same way. That when we were in the gray shirt, we were working with a guy, um, our stream coach, Ed Page, at the time. Now, he's, uh, he went with USC, uh, UCLA. Then he was with the Giants. Now he's uh, at Bowie State, the head uh, stream coach at Bowie State. Um, you know, those were some of the best times where we just, we really got, got our routine down packed, you know of being what a pro is like, you know, he, he, he didn't instill all the things into us, but he gave us some of the, the jewels along, along the way, you know, like Justin Winters gave us jewels, Ian Thomas, you name it. They, they did it. And they, they, they showed us how to be a pro and how to go about it on the college level. And then like, when we got to college, we knew what it looked like. And then more coaches and more players, or even alumni, we just, we try to prick their brain to see what it looked like to really try to get to this level we're on now. Jerry, what, what, jump in really fast. What, what was that like, the adversity overcoming that, both of you getting on the same team? What was that like for you? Yeah, man, uh, man I'm just reflecting because I just feel like, you know, that situation just it helped me so much to where I'm at now. Like, that's why I, I don't flinch, you know what I'm saying, what, when adversity comes my way, you know what I'm saying? Just made, it just builds up that mental capacity. But like I said, it was, it was something, you know, i never forget, man, for those six months going just – at home training with, like I said, Coach Page, you know, my and right now he's my trainer. Um, like I said, really, really like grinding, getting out the mud, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just times where like, we'll get there, at, at, and, he, and he was the strength coach at St. Vincent at the time, get there prior around noon, work out, you know, wait, then, then he has then wait, work out till like three, then he'd work out the, the, the team. And we did that all the way up until uh, January, you know, and then, when we when we we was more than ready. He, he he got us more than ready for the college level, and we just went to went to, and went to just dominate, you know. And and like I said, it was just one of those things. You really just had to take it one day at a time, and and, and really was just like me, you versus you. You know what I'm saying? You weren't competing with nobody, nobody, nobody but but yourself. And nobody had. My mom didn't tell us like make sure y'all working out. My dad didn't tell us. Like, it's just something we wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I know, like, I know, I know what it looks like, you know, especially be on this level when a kid, it, when a kid say he, say he says he wants to be great, you gotta, you have to have that action behind it. No one should be pushing you, you know, your parents, it should be self-driven, you know what I'm saying? And that's what it created for me and James. I am an advocate of NIL. Obviously, I believe that you all deserve to make money off of your name, image, and likeness. I've also am an advocate of the portal, whereas, you know, we've got coaches who can come and go whenever they feel. So now student athletes have the ability to do that as well. But it does at times begin now to feel as though the portal is hurting, maybe not collegiate athletics, but high school recruiting as high school recruits are getting uh, the cold shoulder in the favor of the portal. So I want to know from the two of you who were just there, what are your thoughts on both NIL as well as the transfer portal? 
I like the NIL. The NIL, I mean, I feel like college students definitely deserve to be, uh, you know, should, should be making money off their name, image, and likeness for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as long as you, you know, you do it the right way, you know, I feel like it, that, that definitely benefits the student athlete because you, you're making a lot of money for the university. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's, let's, let's keep, let's be real, you know, especially, you know, football, I mean, high, high top football programs, they, they bring in most of the money on, on these, on these college campuses. So I, I definitely, uh, I think that, I think, you know, a lot of guys should, uh, be getting paid off that. The transfer forward, I think if used right, um, you know, it, it could be beneficial, but this is where I, I you know, just being on, on the next level and just, you know, just having experience, you know, going to year three, you know, when things go, don't go your way in, 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 on, in NFL, you, you can't transfer. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you, you got to, you got to grind. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't go to your coach and I, I want to go, you know, I want to transfer or go, go to a different team. Like you really have to compete to get a, take someone's job, you know, compete to stay there. It's pros and cons, you know what I'm saying? And if you're in a situation where, you know, there's guys in front of you, like, you know, five stars, and then you're not playing, I understand that. You, you want an opportunity. But if it's not and you and you can compete to get the job, stay and, get, stay and compete to get the job. You know, that can help you in the long run, if, if you know, especially in professional sports nowadays, you know, just showing you how, how to, you know, grind and, and really work to get what you want. To me, you know, I just left college, so NIL was, was something that was a real big topic. Um, you know, you have to be uh, real with yourself. You know, uh, you can't just be expecting, I need this type of money or this type of deal from this type of company, and you you don't have the the type of market or you don't have the type of publicity at the university you're at. You know, you got to be real You gotta be real with it. And um, like my brother said, you got to keep the main thing the main thing. You know, um, it's a lot of people out here that's, and I'm an advocate for it too. But it's 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 a point to where it can be too much because sometimes you can get distracted with nil and just be like, oh, I'm, I gotta get paid and I I deserve this type of money. Woo woo woo. I'm not saying you don't, but man, like we're amateur sport for a reason. You know, you you gotta grind to get it out the mud to eventually get paid. You know, um. And it depends on what type of college you go to. You know, I, I went to Buffalo. You know, I, I probably get more local things in, in Western New York, like Buffalo. But when you go on a, a, a national level, like, say, like a Blake Corm or a Caleb Williams, you know, you, you, everybody can't be those guys. You know, you have to be real with yourself and um, just just stay to yourself and keep the main thing the main thing in ball. And with the transfer portal, like you said, it is hurting high school football. Um because it's a lot of guys that are transferring and getting in there. They'll, they'll like you, like you used to say, they'll take a potential guy uh, that's six four, like two fifty, instead of a guy who really can play at like, say, my brother's size or like Blake's size. You know, or you know, it, it's 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 hard because, like Jared said, you know, it's gonna it can be at that point where it's a lot of five stars in, in your in your way. But you know, look at Tyron Matthews. He said something along the lines of. Man, I had like Patrick Peterson, uh, what's the other Claiborne in front of me, and I enjoyed my process, and it made me the player I am. So, you know, I look at that like the same way because, man, you gotta be able to stay down, compete, and just learn from others first before you can you, before you can play uh, or have your shine. We can end on this one right here. Uh, finish the sentence, both of you. We'll start with Jared. Uh, this is next. What's the next thing for Jared Patterson is blank. The next thing for Jared Patterson is Pro Bowl. I'm, I'm, 
I, I'm not going lie to, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm I'm every every level I've been at, man. Uh, when I say I'm gonna go get something, I'm gonna go get it. Wow, I love that. Next thing for James Patterson is blank to be a starter. You know, uh, you know, it's, I, I'm gonna be a drafted free agent guy. You know, that's that's expected, but. You know, I think my mentality, the the way I go about it, you know, it's very possible. You know, um, I know I, I know I can do it. You know, I just know the type of player, the know linebacker I am, and I, I just know, man, I'm gonna start somewhere and I'm a, I'm gonna make a splash. Look, fellas, before we let you all go, uh, as much as I appreciate both of you, and we thank both of you for uh, for coming and joining us on First and Told today. I have had the opportunity to communicate with your mother. I know that you all come from a very strong familial unit beyond just the two of you. So what would you like to say to your family, to your parents who have helped you all to make it to this point where you all are and where you're going? Yeah, man, just uh, I'm just grateful to have that that, that strong support system. You know, uh, without them, man, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would be here. You know, we're having that, them always support me through the ups, you know, through the ups and downs, highs and lows. And I just, I just want to say I appreciate them, you know, for just always supporting our dreams and just being a part of our journey. You know, a lot of people say I got a support system, you know, and it's a lot of words that go behind it. But when it comes to our family, it's a lot of action. Like, it doesn't matter what's wrong, what time, man, they're going to pick up the phone and try to do the best they can at, at, at that situation. And, you know, I'm just grateful for having them in my corner because, you know, it's it's a hard process right now. You know, you got to have the mental uh, capability, but at the same time, when you're down and out, you got to have somebody that, man, come on, get back on that same time you was on before that happened. You know, it's, it's going to be hard right now, but make sure you get yourself out the mud. And, you know, even this not my family, you know, I have a girlfriend. Her and her family support me as well. You know, they come to all my games. Well, they came to all my games and just supported me the best they can. And they send me text messages or scriptures in the morning just to get my day going. For the two of you throughout life, when you go through hard times, how do you pick each other up? Because you're two alpha males, right? You're two football players. You know what I'm saying? Playing football, the toughest sport at the highest level. But when you go through lows in life, how do you two pick each other up specifically? You know, even if you said that, you know, alpha males, I think that we have a enough of maturity to understand that when you need help or you need to hear something, you have to humble yourself to receive it. You know, you just can't be up. Sure, don't know what he's talking about or vice versa. James don't know what he's talking about. You just got to sit back and really just listen and take it in because we, we barely even say, like, things that we need to encourage each other because, like he said, we're – we're uh, self-driven, you know. We don't we don't need nobody to really harp on us about the little things, but it can get hard. So like uh, having somebody like Jared, you know, man, he he'll call me twenty four seven like five times a day. But you know, that's something that my brother knows I need. You know, um, man, like he'd be like, man, how, what what you doing? How would it go? Like, what 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 were they saying? Like, oh, all right, well, do this better, do that better, and he'll he'll make sure that. He'll say enough to get under my skin or to get me going, get that fire lit. So I'll be like, man, you're right. Let me let me say it. Or or eventually, like, if I'm, I'm not listening, he'll get my mom involved. Be like, man, he's not listening to me. Like, So things like that. So you, you just got to understand your personnel. So I'm very appreciative, Jerry. You know, he, his methods are different from everybody else, you know, but 
I, I wouldn't change it for the world because it's a lot of love that comes with it. You know, um, it's a lot of things he does behind closed doors that nobody knows he does for a lot of people. You know, and um, if you got somebody like Jared Patterson in your corner, man, you're a lucky dude. It's a method to the madness. <laughs> I, I like I like to say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like when I mean when I when I'm down. You know, like I said, I feel like I've grown so much to know, like, when, when I need to talk to somebody, you know, and having, like, certain people I call to talk to, you know, let them know what, what, what's on my mind and and, 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 thing, and things of that nature. But like I said, uh, sometimes I talk to, you know, James, my mom a lot, my dad, just, just talking about it. And, and, and they kind of like, they kind of, they you know, my, especially my dad, he always, I'm like, you right, dad. And I, sometimes I, I, I catch myself complaining. And he be like, he be like, he and he says he always said, me and you can switch jobs, and I and I'm like, man, you you're not even in the real world yet. And I'm just like, you right, like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I love, and just stuff like that. My my especially my with my dad, my dad always says stuff like that. Then like, man, snap out of it. I think I got it bad, but somebody got it ten times worse than me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, look, fellas, I mean, it, it has been an absolute pleasure covering the two of you from. Pilates now to Buffalo and to the levels that you're headed to now. And we thank you all so very much for stopping by the First and Told podcast. Ricardo Report, bruh!